0: This is a life-changing message from Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. More information about Abundant Life can be found at www.alcc1.org. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Miller. You've been lulled to sleep to think you feel okay. And God gave you a prescription of taking his medicine every day. And we feel it's okay to skip. And then when we skip, we wonder, how did I get here? Well, you skip from the doctor. The doctor told you to take the pill. Then we go back to God and say, why isn't it working? Well, it's not working, God. Well, it's not working because you're not taking the medicine. Are you with me? My word is the medicine, the gospel. Okay. All right. Anybody getting anything? All right. OK, let's go to work. All right. We got a lot of work to do because we got to deal with that changing that heart that you have. We got to deal with that mindset that you have. We got to deal with that thought pattern that you have. There are certain things that you make decisions. And see, one of the things that God has did you as a believer, he's given you a free will. Yes. Amen. Yeah. And see, so you have to understand. Now, watch this over here. You have God. Over here, you have God. Follow this. You have God trying to convince you, persuade you that he has the right way. He has the right thing. Then over here, you have the enemy. All right. And here, he's trying to persuade you because he wants to be Lord of your life. He wants to bring destruction. And so, and here is you in the middle with this free free will and this free mind or this, uh, uh, yeah, the free will where you get to make a decision. See, because God never did make a robot. He wanted you to be, a. he knew if he put himself before, in front of you and, and you, something else came in front of you, he knew you were going to make a great decision. And that's why he said, I can sit before your death and life, but you're going to choose life, right? right, right, right. Amen. But uh, many times we don't. Many times we choose what's over here. And then we wonder why, why am I getting what I got? Because your free will out of all, when you don't take the medicine, you're led to do what this guy says. And see, and then you start walking in the flesh. Then you become self-absorbed. Somebody say amen. Amen. All right. Look what the Bible says. Y'all read it? All right. Because I got to get this because I have to understand something. The enemy, this guy over here, is always going to be speaking or trying to speak to me. Come on now. He's always going to be. And if I believe a lie, I will end up in bondage. And many people, listen to my heart, many people are listening to this guy and they're receiving this. See, you've been hoot, bamboozled, Plymouth Rock fell on you, and uh, not realizing that what has happened is the more you listen to this guy, the more you're going to be led astray. And his guys are good guys. His guys are clean guys. Watch this. Look what the Bible says. And you shall, everybody ready to read? I'm going to act like y'all in here. And shall know the, truth, and the truth shall make free. All right. In other instances, if you read different versions that says set you free, we're not going to argue with that making set. But one of the things we're going to agree to is freedom comes when I let this word on the inside of me. So if I'm at a place I don't desire to be or well, I'm in some type of bondage it's because I really did not allow the word to make me free. Come on, let's say Amen. I, I, I may have believed. God. Are you with me? Look at the Bible, says, Corinthians 11 eleven, Second Corinthians. also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness whose end shall be according to their works. He just told me I could be bamboozled, lied to. And I could have a guy look like he's righteousness, but he's not. That's why you've got to be led by the Spirit. That's why you've got to know God. Somebody say amen. One of the first things, can I tell you something? to help you. One of the first things that you should learn when you come into the body of Christ is really how to be led by the Spirit of God. Amen. Are you with me? Otherwise, you're going to be hearing all these types of voices, and everybody that looks good may not be good. Somebody say amen. I'm, I'm just telling you the truth. If you believe that God is the author Write this down or listen to just listen to this. If you believe that God is the author of whatever it is that besets you and uh, that God is sending this tragedy or whatever it is at you, you know, you're going to receive it. And so there will be no answer or no hope for you to get out of it. See, because the truth that is designed to set you free won't be able to set you free because you're believing a lie. Amen. One of the biggest write this down, get it. One of the biggest. Deceptions is attributing something to God that came from the enemy. Very true. One of the great biggest deceptions that happens in life is when you attribute something to God that God did not do and comes from the enemy. When it comes from Satan, you are attributing it to God. Now, don't get me wrong, God will I believe that God is the awesome God and He'll take things to you know, God will use things. That were meant to hurt you. To make you better. Are you with me? Have you ever noticed that God did allow. You know I mean. Certain things popped in my life. But the more I had the word in my life. I was able to overcome. No matter what it was. That came in my life. All things still work for the good. of. So the more I love God. The more God was working for my good. Regardless of what was sent to hurt me. Amen. And sometimes, can I be real with you? God will use that thing just to show you your heart and to help you be better. And see, a lot of times that's the part we don't like about God. We want God to deliver us out of the thing that we were in right away. But God said, no, well, I tell you what, we are going to get out of that thing. And I want you out of that thing. But in the process, we're going to teach you a little something. Have you ever noticed that in the process of certain things you go through, you get to learn more about you that you didn't know before? Yes. And then you find out what you're really built of. Yes. Amen. And sometimes you go. And then even when he pulls back your heart, sometimes it helps you identify that you're not where you think you should be anyway. Oh, man, that's good stuff, isn't it? All right. only Okay, only a few get it. Whenever you don't know the will of God, you will be supple. Uh, you'll be led or supplanted by a lie, error. You'll be be led by this lie. You'll be led, you'll you'll take in the lie. Whenever you don't know the will of God, it is important for you as a believer to know what the will of God is and what he says about a situation. Because whatever you think is of God, you're going to allow it. And if it's something outside the will of God, you're going to allow it. But you have to understand he's standing here and I have to be able to discern what is God and what is not God. And the more I uh, the more I put my mind on him, the more I renew my heart with what his word says. I know what what is God and what is not God. Somebody say amen. And that's important in life. Somebody say, I know that's right. All right. Let's continue on because we really want to get to the place where we're seeing what God desires for us and understand what he has for us on this day. Somebody say amen. amen. Now, write this down. A man's will, I tell you what, save time, I ain't gonna save right this down. Amen. A man's will is his organ for decision-making. A man's will is his organ for decision-making, to want or to not to want, or to choose or not to choose are typical operations of the will. It is by the will which I sail through the sea of life. It's by the will that I, I sail through the sea of life. My spirit is saying yes. My flesh is already, always designed something that is not God. Somebody say amen. amen. There are three things we have to understand about, uh, about, uh, about my, uh, the training up of my mindset. Number one is that my emotions. You know this. My emotions will always express how I feel. And I have to be able to garnish and bring my emotions under control. Otherwise, my emotions may take me to a place that I don't desire to be. Secondly, and, then, and then that's incredible. That's important that you always grab control of your emotions. Because your emotions will leave you if you don't lead them. Tell somebody I know this. Amen. Your emotions will lead you if you do not, if you do not, you'll do things that later on. have to realize that pain comes behind that. Somebody say amen. Amen. All right, I'm responsible. Second thing, another thing I have to understand about being a free will or moral agent is that I am responsible for the actions that I do now. I can't keep blaming somebody else for what I have done. Somebody say in this society we live in now we blame everybody else for where we are and what we're not doing. I mean, you ever notice, you know, it was my upbringing. That's why I killed everybody. You know, uh, well, they didn't treat me right. Somebody say amen. Amen. All right. You know, well, uh, you know, it was this or that. You know, this is why I am who I am. But in reality, listen to me, child of God, before we go, you made a decision, whoever you are, to be wherever you are. And see, you have to accept that. And see, again, most people do not like to accept responsibility for what they do. Because I want to be able to blame someone else. You know, it has to be someone else's fault for where I am. Somebody blamed me once. I'm pastor. Well, you know, as you pastor, you always... Well, I got to tell you something about pastoring. As you pastor, you, you take on so much stuff and then here's something else that you take on. When you pastor, automatically you become the target for what don't go right. You know, so if it don't go right in my life, it's got to be that guy. You know what I mean? Because he represents God. And so you don't really want to say it's God. So you say it's the messenger. So if I kill him, I, I got at God, but no, 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 no. I'm not the reason why you're not where you are. You're with that person. I'm with you probably an hour. Oh, well, we come to church and we spend that time two hours a day. I mean, two hours a week for some of you, right? Or 40 minutes for some of you. You come late, 15. (laughs) Right. Am I right? You know, for some of you, right? But that other guy, you're with Yourself for the rest of that week, and so it's not me. So, that person that you've been with for all those times is you the one you can probably point the finger at. Somebody always told me that when you're pointing the finger at somebody else, you got five more looking, or four more. If you got five more, that's a problem, but you got four more looking back at you. So you know, I'm learning. It's easy to accept the responsibility. Hey man, that was me, and just move on. Then to really, really try to blame somebody else and say, "Well, I think well, my mama is the reason why." You know, I'm the way I am. Now, my brother do that. My They so funny. I love them. I hope they're watching. They they would talk about oh, no, no, I, I, you all know how I get together. Say, hey, y'all, let's and we had to get together. Said something and they said uh, okay. one time we didn't realize, but he got caught. They were talking about me. And, so, and I, I, I got to tell you, whenever he would get caught, Jack, it was either Jack or Jack and Petey. It was always Jack. And I said to myself, it was always me to send a nuclear. I was the youngest. How did that happen? And and the story they were telling the story. Remember how? And this is where I'm going to show you this. They told a story how mom and dad had left the house. They had you know they had to go shopping or something. And in the process of leaving, you know, they did something to me. Amen. And in the process of doing something to me, I said, "Well, everybody's going to die right now." Amen. And, and I don't remember. They said, you grabbed a butcher knife. And it was just the grace of God that they came back home and caught you. You know, and because you were like, it's on. And and then one of them said, where, I wonder where he got it from. And they started saying, and they would look at, and my father was like, surely it wasn't me. <laughs> and my mom didn't see that because I think it would have been another butcher knife uh, problem. But no, what I was saying is sometimes we try to blame that and blame things on somebody else for the choices that we made. And now, even though we may be influenced by other people, amen, and that's where you got to be careful. Who Who am I allowing to influence me for either God or for the wrongs. See, because there are people who say they're for God, but secretly they're being used of the enemy to sow seeds of unbelief and doubt. See, because anybody who sows a seed of usurping authority is going to be a problem. Why? Because they just took you out of how to walk by faith and not by sight. See, because you've got to be able to submit. If you can't submit in one area, you know you ain't going to submit to the word. You may not like me being pastor, but that don't change the law. Because wherever you go, you're going to have to be obedient under under another man or woman of God. Somebody say amen. And uh, you may not like that, but that's the the process. Somebody say amen. It's just like kids. Kids don't like the process of having to obey their parents. Amen. But how many of y'all know they live in your house? How many of y'all ever had that? You, you stay in my house. Come on now. Oh, come on. Old school. Your parents ever read you that law? Oh, man. And they quote it well. This is my house. Then they always tell you when you get yours, when you pay your own bills, you can do what you want. You can act out. You can stay out all night long if you want. Amen. But over here, why are you up in. And then they go, up and here, up and her. <laughs> You're going to live like something. Amen. All right. Isn't that something? Amen. And see, you have to realize that I may not like the process, but this is the way the law is. And as a child, you may not like that. You may say, I don't like the idea that mom and dad have the right to tell me what I want to do. But this is their law. This is their house. Folks said, well, well, I don't agree with the law. Well, there's always another house you can go live in. Yeah, and then, and then, that's what tickled me. Why am I over here? My son did that one time. Did he do that? Or I did that to him. He had a little attitude one time. He didn't do it to me. He had attitude, and I had to tell him, I had to tell him, well, you know, when you feel you got to go, you got to go. But remember, just them, them clothes, I bought them too. So I'm taking dibs on the clothes. <laughs> so when you go, just make sure you go. I don't think he liked it. I don't think he liked it. Amen. But, but, and that was wrong. That was wrong. I know. We, we got it right. We got it right. You know, when you have the moments, you tell them stuff like that. Amen. Because you're trying to, really what you're trying to do is really trying to recorrect and try to let them know I'm in authority. Now, see, they don't like that process. That's why they say, well, I can't wait to get my own place. Well, hey, praise the Lord. You know, and then when they get their own place, then they start realizing, I wish I had stayed there a little longer. You know, I could have put up with it. I could have put up with it. Amen. (laughs) Amen. It is what it is. But, hey, we live and we learn. And sometimes it takes a little uh, thing uh, for us to learn. Amen. Sometimes we don't. Somebody said this years ago. You never miss the water until the Amen. Isn't that right? And sometimes that's how it is in life. All right, real quick, real quick. I have to understand the kingdom works in certain ways. And uh, let's turn with Mark. Turn with me to Mark 6 and 2. And I want you to see something right now is that you really have the power to stop the flow of God in your life. You have this type of power to. Now, I didn't say to have the flow. I said you have the power to stop the flow. You can stop the flow of God in your life not even knowing. And you say, really? Yes, you can. And you're wondering, why is this happening to me? Why isn't this word? See, because the word is designed to work. When it doesn't work, you don't look at God. First thing is, you want to look at God. And then you want to look at God's people. Then you want to blame everybody else but that one who's sitting there, who's with God, you say you're with God 24-7. Well, you should have some fruit that say that. Man, that's good. Somebody say amen. Stop blaming everybody else for where you're not. Amen. If Trump wasn't in office, man, I'd be all right. No, it doesn't matter if he's in there or not. Because your God is still on the throne. He's higher than the one in the White House anyway. Somebody say Amen. Yeah, no, yeah, I didn't vote for him. You, I, you didn't vote for him or whoever didn't vote for him. And, uh, you know, and uh, I ain't telling you who I voted for, glory to God, because I don't want you to follow me. You might thought I voted for the girl. I ain't vote for her either. I didn't think you had a good choice. Lord God, all right, Lord, go ahead. I ain't going to get into that. That's your, that's your business. I don't like this. I don't want this church to be polit- political because we're not going to be divided. Right. Amen. And see, the devil has done a good job of dividing you with Republicans. Somebody once said that on a show. There ain't no Republicans or Democrats. There ain't no Shiites or Muslims. There's haves and haves-nots. <laughs> that's what he actually said. There's have and have-nots. He said, "That's what this is." And he said, "But we're going to fight like we're uh, against each other." But it's you got it and I don't. <laughs> Look at it. Okay, all right. You like really? Yeah, yeah. A lot of times it is. The enemy makes up these false things that we should be divided over, which are minute and stupid. Hello. All right. Okay. Let's get to this. What I tell you, turn. Mark 6 and 2. Let's look at it real quick because I'm out of time. Mark 6 and 2 says, And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, Now I've got to show you all something real quick before I go. There are a few things in this. From whence hath this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his... Wait a minute. That's one? That's two. Two. Okay, go, go, hands. All right, let's keep going. Is not this the, watch this. Do y'all see this? Is this not the carpenter? Now, they saw all this wisdom and understanding coming out of this man, right? But yet, here they go. Watch, they bring it. Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, and who else? Yeah, y'all ain't get it right either. And of Judah and Simon and (laughs) our And not his sisters here with us. And they are, and they were offended at him. They just did something. What did they just do? They familiar familiarized their self with Jesus, saying he ain't nobody. Ain't, this, ain't these his brothers? Ain't this a carpenter? He just a lowly carpenter, son. Ain't ain't he carpenter? The son of Mary. Wait a minute. He's a carpenter. He's son of Mary. You know. See, the more you become familiar with the gift, the more you can't receive from the gift. No, you didn't get that. You didn't get that. The more you become familiar with, the the less you can receive now. That's why I really don't want you close. Because you may not be able to handle being close. I have one fellow around me who could, you know, handle. Back in the day, handle being close. And, And that was your daddy. He could handle being close. He still understood. He understood. Now I'm talking about hang out with me. going in places with me. He- But still, never do. That's what he actually said. There's have and have not He said, That's what this is. And he said, But we're going to fight like we're against each other, but it's you got and I don't. Look at it. Okay, all right. You like really? Yeah, yeah. A lot of times it is. The enemy makes up these false things that we should be divided over, which are minute and stupid. Hello. All right. Okay. let's get to this. What I tell you, turn Mark six and two. two, Let's look at it real quick because I'm out of time. Mark six and two says, and when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying whence. Now I got to show you all something real quick before I go. There are a few things in this from whence hath this man these things. And what wisdom is this which is given unto him that even such mighty works are wrought by his. Wait a minute. That's one. Two. Two. Okay, go. Go, hands. All right, let's keep going. Is not this the, watch this. Do y'all see this? Is this not the carpenter? Now, they saw all this wisdom and understanding coming out of this man, right? But yet, here they go. Watch, they bring it. Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, and who else? Yeah, y'all ain't get it right either. And of Judah and Simon. (laughs) And our <laughs> and not his sisters here with us, and they are, and they were offended at him. They just did something. What did they just do? They familiar, familiarized their self with Jesus. Saying he ain't nobody, ain't this ain't these his brothers? Ain't this a carpenter? He just lowly carpenter, son. Ain't ain't he carpenter? The son of Mary. Wait a minute, he's a carpenter. He's son of Mary. You know. See, the more you become familiar with the gift, the more you can't receive from the gift. No, you didn't get that. You didn't get that. The more you become familiar with, the, the less you can receive now. Amen. Amen? All right. What was I going to show you? Two guys. So well, it's all how you see something. Two guys, before I go, this I swear it take well, a minute. Two guys, they went to a different country. I forget the country they went to. I think it was an Asian company country they went to. One was a doctor. One was a lawyer. And they happened to, now I may have some of the dynamics wrong, but I, I got the gist of it. They were watching the little boy had a... Uh, thing around his neck, and the old man was sitting in the back of a plow, and the young boy was pulling the old man as he was guiding the plow. He was guiding the plow, and the guy said, man, that's awesome to see. That's kind of funny, and so he took, he said, I'm going to take my phone out. I'm going to take a picture of that, and he's like, that's funny. Look, the young boy is pulling the old guy that's hilarious that's crazy and then the 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 lawyer was like wow yeah it is isn't it that's and then the guys the, the who was leading them said can i tell you the story and they said what story he said the what you see in the field is that young boy pulling the the thing the plow And the old man being right there with him, you didn't realize that what they were using now was a cow. The oxen that they had, they gave it away to supply someone else's need that was needed in the church more than what they... And they counted the oxen as worthy to be given. And one of the things they had said, we were blessed to have... So that we could give. Because we didn't have, if we'd never had, we would have never given. So being able to plow without is an honor now. Because we had something to give. Once the perspective was shown to these guys and told to these guys, they were like, we got to take this back. Now it was just, first it was a funny picture. Now it's a moving statement. You've gotten something to give. He's already blessed you with life. He's blessed you to be a blessing. The greater one is on the inside of you now. You have the ability now to give. You should give of yourself every day. Every day. Giving of yourself. Every day believing that what he done for me, I receive it. Hunt your neighbor and say, I receive, I receive what, he done what he's done for me. for me. If he delivered you, let the redeemed. Isn't that what it says? Come on, y'all on the front row. Isn't that what He says? He said, let the redeemed. So what we're going to teach folk is how to. Redeemed say, I have a right to be here. I have a right to have this. This is mine. Why? Because I am the redeemed. And the redeemed should always say so. Healing is mine because I am. And the redeemed should say so. Okay. Some of you will say it. Some of you won't. I come out of poverty because I'm redeemed. I've been delivered because I am. Redeemed. Say it one more time. I've been delivered, I've been delivered. because I am, because I am. Redeemed. redeemed. And the redeemed should say so. I'm out of time. Amen. Glory to God. Well, God is good. I hope you got something. The proceeding is a recording by the teaching ministry of Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. If this has been a blessing to you and you wish to sow into our ministry, you may send a check or money order made payable to Abundant Life Christian Center or ALCC at P.O. Box 415, Bear, Delaware, 19701. Thank you for listening, and remember, Satan is defeated, darkness is dispelled, and Jesus Christ is Lord.